Alright, welcome back everyone to another football betting podcast with your host, Nick Wojcik. How are y'all doing? Happy week three. Not the uh, best slate, I would say, for college football this season, but sometimes, you know, these these kind of, I shouldn't say boring, but ugly slates, I don't know, whatever you want to call it, boring, ugly, they actually turn out to be pretty fun, pretty exciting. For a good weekend, maybe something happens that's unexpected. A top 10 team falls, gets upset. You never know. A lot of look-ahead spots, bounce-back spots, flat spots, whatever spot you like, sandwich spot, covering all the spots this week. So you never know. There's there's winners out there. I have eight of them. But first, uh, we'll talk about last week. Last week, uh, again, not a great performance. Going negative again. Texas Tech absolutely screwed not only myself, but a lot of people. And what could have been, well, at least for me, maybe maybe more back to even. But overall, just losing them was a swing, and it sucked. Losing by eight on the pick six. But can't dwell on it. We're moving on. We had to find to get a, get a winning weekend for one one week. That's all I'm asking, just one week. But we got eight bets across the board, so it'll be pretty quick. Nothing too crazy, but I have some thoughts on some of these games. So let's just jump right into it. First one is Penn State at Illinois. This is 11 a.m. Saturday in Champaign. Penn State is a 14.5 point road favorite opening a Big Ten play in Illinois. Over under sitting at 48.5. I can't believe I'm doing this, but I'm taking Illinois plus 14.5. It's so ugly. It's so gross. But maybe maybe there's some value on Illinois. You know, last week I was we were on Kansas last week against Illinois when Illinois went on the road to Lawrence and just never really got anything going. It was Kansas all the way. I'm trying to pull up the numbers. I think Kansas had almost like 500, 539 yards of offense in only a 341. So you're just sitting here like, last week definitely showed like all those guys that they had last year on the Illinois defense, they're gone. And it was showing. It showed against Toledo week one. And on the other side, Penn State has been nothing but just a machine. I know we were on West Virginia week one. And Penn State just absolutely, I shouldn't say dominated them, but they covered last second because James Franklin's an asshole. Just ran it up. And then last week they run it up on Delaware 63-7. to So James Franklin's definitely out here trying to prove a point. And so it's kind of like one of these, like, you know what, why not? Why not take Illinois 14-F? Because right now there's nothing showing that Illinois can cover this number. But I'm just thinking kind of situationally, you open up, open up Big Ten play. So maybe there's something there, a little more motivation. Also, too, Brett Bielema has played James Franklin Penn State teams pretty tough. We saw two years ago now. Was it last year or two years ago? I think it was two years ago when Illinois went like nine overtimes against Penn State. They ended up winning in Happy Valley. So, like, Bielema has, I shouldn't say James Franklin's number, but he does know how to coach against these Penn State teams. So maybe there's something there, especially, too, just how Penn State's been dominating. I think... 14 and a half is pretty gross. We're going to hold our breaths at 11 a.m. and uh, take the 14 and a half with Illinois. Next one is Western Michigan at Iowa. Right now, Iowa is sitting at a 20 and a half, 28 and a half point favorite over under at sitting at 42, 42 and a half, depending on where you're looking. I'm on the under in this game. It's, again, going to be ugly. Uh, let I would say overall, like Western Michigan. Last week, they lost 48-7 against Syracuse. This Western Michigan team is going to be very, like, they're going to be very bad this year. Point blank period. There's no no other way around it. But I'm just kind of thinking of 
one, kind of the spot. Two, this Iowa team and, like, going up against Western Michigan. Like, do I think Western Michigan's going to score? No, I don't, unless it's, like, a field goal. But also, too, like, Iowa coming off a 20-13 win over the Cyhawk, and then they also travel to Penn State next week as well. So maybe a little sandwich spot there after beating on their in-state rival and then going to Penn State, who they have had success with in recent years. So, you know, maybe maybe uh, Iowa kind of turns off the Jets. The thing is, too, with, like, Brian Ferentz and his contract, this is, like, the one game they could probably run it up and try and put 40 points. So, for me, it's kind of like, is Western Michigan going to score? And can Iowa even get into the 30s? So, I'm just kind of playing that game in my head. I don't think Western Michigan will score. I think they'll get shut out. They probably should have got shut out last week, too, but they had one, like, 67-yard run to start the game to go up 7 nothing. I don't think that's happening here. Western Michigan also didn't even cross the 50-yard line in like almost the entire first half against Syracuse last week. So I don't know how Western Michigan is going to score. On the other side, the Western Michigan defense is it's pretty bad. So it does kind of make me nervous. But, again, just with like the Iowa offense, they haven't put up over 30 points yet. Even if they do put up 35, 38 points, it kind of then comes down to, like, will Western Michigan score? I'm saying no. Maybe they kick a field goal. But I do think this game will sneak under. I think it's going to be gross. But that is what I'm taking. We're going to go Western Michigan and Iowa under 42, 42 and a half. As long as it's over 42, then probably no issues. I shouldn't say no issues, but I would take that instead of like, you know, Saturday if this thing steams down, down to 41 and a half. Next one is a little parlay action. First parlay of the year. And again, kind of, kind of a more of a bet on West Virginia here. So, earlier this week, Pitt, West Virginia. Pitt actually opened up as a one-point road favorite over West Virginia. As the week has gone on, West Virginia has been taking nothing but money. Right now, the line sits at West Virginia minus 2.5 at home in the backyard brawl over under sitting at 47.5. I really liked West Virginia, and I just sat on the line just a day too late. I was at minus 1. I'm like, do I go? Wondering, like, do I take this? Do you back Pitt after that ugly loss against Cincinnati at home last week? And then the line shut up, shot up, and I was pissed that I missed it. So what I decided to do was parlay West Virginia money line with Washington money line at Michigan State. Uh, if you saw this week, Michigan State fired their head coach Mel Tucker over some um, allegations going on at the Michigan State University. Not going to get really into details. It's a betting podcast, but. It does make me want to just take some of the juice off the West Virginia money line. And I paired it with Washington. They're going in. like I mean, the game is 16.5 right now in the Washington game. The money line is minus 850. So it is pretty uh, pretty juicy there, which is why I kind of parlayed the two. I just wanted to take West Virginia money line, but I didn't want to pay the juice on it. So I tied it in with Washington. I don't think they'll have an issue with Michigan State. Even if Michigan State does get up and they have this crazy rally just Due to the circumstances, you've seen this in college football. I still, I just don't see Michigan State beating this Washington team. The Spartans are just so bad all around. They're going to be bad coming into this year. And they don't really kind of give me any confidence that they can hang around this week with Washington. West Virginia overall, I think this is a game. I think there's a lot of issues with the Pitt team overall. Because this, this honestly is why I parlayed this game. Was with Pitt. I mean, they lose to Cincinnati at home. And then West Virginia too. I think I think this West Virginia team we're on their team total. I shouldn't say team total, but we're on their win total over. 
for the season. I think it's a good spot, especially after last year, too, how they lost the backyard brawl. I think West Virginia is the move here in this game, so I decided to take a money line with Washington. Next one is Tennessee at Florida. Tennessee right now is a a 6.5-point home underdog over-under sitting at 56.5. Tennessee is not won in the Swamp since 2003, so it's been a very long time. And now they have a shot. We are on Florida week one when they played Utah in Utah. Graham Burtz, which looked terrible, and now we're back in Graham Burtz again. So what could possibly go wrong? Um, I do like Florida in this game. I think they'll keep it close. The thing is, one, I'm down on Tennessee. Around their win total under this year, around Florida's win total over. So Florida pulls off the upset, which would be huge, huge for both of those. Also, as well, I just don't, I really don't trust Joe Milton. I know everyone gives Graham Bird shit for being a pretty terrible quarterback, but honestly, I, like, I don't, I don't know the, I don't even say that, like the value for Joe Milton is that much higher than Graham Bird's, if there is even any value on Joe Milton. I think he's just a bad quarterback. Like in Tennessee, although they're 2 0, they've, last week against Austin P, Joe Milton struggled to move the football, even though they put up 30 points, but still, like, he just 21 of 33 for passing, 220, excuse me, no, 228 passing yards. So it's just, like, not not a great performance. They didn't really pass the ball downfield. So I just don't trust Joe Milton in the spot. So I'll take a touchdown, nearly a touchdown with Florida at 6.5. Next one is Miami, Ohio at Cincinnati. Just talked about it with Pitt. Cincinnati's coming off a huge road win. In Pittsburgh last week, right now the, t- the spread is sitting at 14, 14 and a half, over under 44 and a half. Uh, I think this is a nice little sandwich spot for Miami and Ohio to catch Cincinnati. Again, the Bearcats going off that win in Pitt, and then they look ahead to Oklahoma next week in their first Big 12 game. I think this Miami Ohio team is pretty good. I think it's better than what people are expecting. I know, I know they lost to Miami week one, 38 to three, but like. You kind of now see what Miami did against Texas and Den last week, so maybe they're better than expected. Maybe this Miami-Ohio team isn't as bad as what people think. Also, too, Miami-Ohio last week beat UMass 41-28, so I do think they can stay within this 14-point number just given the spot. Next one, another sandwich spot, Ole Miss. Minus 17.5, minus 18 against Georgia Tech over under sitting at 63. We're on Georgia Tech week one. Thank God they covered because they outgained and outplayed Louisville in that game. They did lose 39-34, but that offense was electric. You know, they had three four, I'm sorry, 488 yards of offense and put up 38 points in that game. So it just kind of goes to show that the Georgia Tech team is not the same as it was in recent years. And last week too, even though they played South Carolina State, they did win 48-13, which is I would say what you want to see. When you're going up against the FCS school, they just kind of took care of business, no issues whatsoever. And now we're kind of seeing an Ole Miss team that you can make the argument that Tulane could have had a shot to upset Ole Miss at home last week. Um, Ole Miss somehow manages to cover that spread, which they shouldn't have. They covered every number along the way. And now next week they go up against Alabama. You know, Lane Kiffin's gunning for that Nick Saban job when Saban is ready to call it quits. After that, they have LSU. So I don't know how much Ole Miss is looking to uh, show here this week against Georgia Tech. Again, like I think Tulane, Tulane had a shot at him. Georgia Tech's offense is electric, and I do think they can keep it within the 18 that, that is on the board right now. I, I 
don't I still have questions on the Ole Miss defense, so I'm not too sure. So I think Georgia Tech's able to keep it close, hang around. I don't think they're gonna win. I don't think it's gonna be an upset scare, but I do think they can kind of hang within the 18 and a half. Next one, pretty gross one here on the board. New Mexico States at New Mexico. The battle for New Mexico. I don't even know if that's the bowl. But right now New Mexico is sitting at minus one and a half over under at fifty-two. I'm on New Mexico money line minus one twenty. Uh, just overall, I think this New Mexico State team, it's really more of a fate of New Mexico State. I think this team is really bad. We were on UMass Week 0 against them. And then, they I mean, they get blown out by Liberty 33-17. to They don't even cover. I think, it's just, I think it's a dumpster fire for New Mexico State. They won't have their head coach, Jerry Kills. So I, it's more of a fate on New Mexico than a New Mexico State than backing New Mexico in that one. But give me New Mexico money line, mon- minus 120 or better. And then the last one, a little nightcap if you're still up. Is Arizona minus 19 against UTEP? Kind of similar to the New Mexico New Mexico State game. It's more of a fade on UTEP versus Arizona. Even though I do say Arizona looked pretty good last week and they should have probably won in overtime against Mississippi State. They outgained them last week. So I would say like my fear would be Arizona kind of just being a little sleepy, a little sluggish in this game. But I think this UTEP team is so bad. I mean, I think the bottom's going to fall out and it's going to fall out very quick. I don't know if. Books are able to keep up with it yet. But last week, they go to Northwestern, who we know is going to be an absolute dumpster fire this year. They lose 38-7. to Like, it wasn't close. And now you have to go to Arizona. After that, I just think it's going to be a rough go for UTEP. So, it's going to be Arizona minus 19 over the Miners. So, that is all I got. We'll run through the card one last time. Smaller card this week. We kind of learned my lesson over the last two weeks. We have eight bets. Illinois plus 14.5. Western Michigan, Iowa under 42 and a half. We're going to do a little West, West Virginia, Washington money line parlay. Uh, depending on where you're looking, where you're getting it, you could get it as low as minus 105. Give me Florida plus six and a half. Miami, Ohio plus 14. Georgia Tech plus 18. New Mexico money line at minus 120. And then Arizona minus 19. So that is all I got. Thank you again for listening, and we will see you all next week.